up here some of these i think i have already reviewed but everybody who knows when i do a podcast i like to bring a couple sneakers to kind of show uh at my own personal collection and two of these i think i've already done before when i've done an episode by myself but uh somebody had asked for these two to be particularly shown again uh one because they hadn't seen them and two um we talk about them a lot on the podcast so people just wanted to kind of like oh i want to see what they are Kind of talk about the materials and whatnot. Yo, think this podcast, episode 198. George is obviously not in the building. Just me uh, recording today. Um, I've done this a few times. I figured it was, I'll do one again. Um, every once in a while, I like to record by myself. This is for the new listeners. Everybody who listened to the podcast before, either you, you love me or hate me, and you definitely love me or hate me if I'm on here doing this by myself. You know, a lot of people love the show because me and George have great back and forth. Me and George are real friends, not internet friends. I know a lot of people get that type of uh, thing confused. And there is a such thing as real friends, um, you know, people becoming real friends based off of uh, starting out as internet friends, which I've, uh, I've accommodated quite a few uh, friends. But uh, needless to say, uh, episode must go on. I know everybody's out there worried and taking care of um, their families and things like that, which I appreciate. You know, one thing with the podcast, um, I like to provide entertainment and some type of break. You know, I understand things are going on out there. Uh, I've taken the precautions my own self personally, make sure my family is fine. George is doing the exact same thing, um, making sure work is fine. You know, work was a crazy day to day. But, you know, there's a lot of things going on that we, you know, got to be blessed about and understand that it can be much worse, which it might be, which I guess doesn't help with what I'm saying. So I'm just going to move on from there. Uh, today is St. Patrick's Day, which is so weird because, you know, St. Patrick's Day is not on anybody's mind. And somebody came to me today and said, yo, you're not wearing any green. I could pinch you, fam. You pinch me and give me Corona. You can slapped in half. And then I'm slapping your halves and halves. Sorry, you get slapped in fourths. All right, do the math. And I, math could be wrong. I have no idea. But I'm on here doing it. And a lot of people ask me, how do you do a podcast by yourself? And this is for people who do podcasts on a regular basis. If you do a podcast with a host, it's cool to do one by yourself. And the reason why I could do one by myself is because I talk a lot to myself. When I drive, when I'm walking, I talk a lot to myself. I play out scenarios to myself. I argue with myself. Neither here nor there. Uh, this week we are doing, and I have something special for you guys uh, that I will be talking about today. But today is St. Patrick's Day, so I will be doing a top 10 green sneakers to me. Oh, and I didn't invite anybody to come on the podcast with me today because one, it's like 3 o'clock, 2.30 Arizona time. So a lot of people don't have the freedoms and luxuries that I do work-wise. So I don't want anybody trying to rush off work or get off work. And plus, like I said, I like to do this every once in a while just to keep my own personal skills sharp. I listen to every single episode of this podcast over 
uh, to make sure, you know, see what me and George are doing right, wrong, things that we could approve on, uh, better go in depth, you know, allow ourselves to like convey our message a little bit more further. And I feel like doing it one-on-one sometimes just by myself, I'm sorry, doing it by myself sometimes allows me a little bit more time to, you know, think and convey a message, you know, besides me and George going back and forth, which a lot of you guys do love. But I have prepared since sports is uh, on, a, on a hold. Uh, I have created a March Madness for Nike SB Dunks, and I created another March Madness bracket for 2019 sneakers. So there are two brackets that you'll be able to fill out, which I'll talk about today. And like I said, I'll be doing top 10 green sneakers to me for St. Patrick's Day. Um, appreciate everybody who listens, subscribes, writes reviews, shares, comments, uh, DMs, all of it. I know I have talked about being overwhelmed with DMs sometimes, but you know what? I love it. You know, it's that whole understanding of something that you've created and people do appreciate it. So I appreciate, you know, the man just got a message from, uh, shoot the homie on Twitter. Um, his name is at Moskev. Uh, it says memories made in the coldest winter. Uh, shout out to him. He asked us when we record an episode this week. He said that it's a little selfish asking that. It's not. You know, people are looking for anything to entertain themselves. So uh, pickups this week. I personally picked up Sage. Actually, not personally, but I did pick up Sage Yeezys. Um, I'm selling those. You know, for those who listen to this podcast knows I am not wearing Yeezys yet. Although I did say I'll probably get back to wearing Yeezys. After Thanksgiving, maybe, but I don't know. There's a lot more things going on in the world right now besides whether or not I'll be wearing Yeezys or not. Uh, but I did buy a pair of those to sell. You know, uh, some of you like that. Some of you don't like that. This is where we are. And a Yeezy, you know, I could sell a Yeezy for a little bit and buy something else that I like. Um, still plan on buying Biotech Dunks. You know, shout out to the homie. I'm not going to say his name, but shout out to the homie who uh, was able to secure me a pair of Syracuse Dunks. So these are pairs of sneakers that I would wear much more often um, than a lot of other things out there. Uh, so that is the pickups. Uh, releases. Releases uh, this week is actually low-key kind of a lit week. And I don't like saying the word lit, but I already said it, so it's too late uh this is a pair that george and uh, you know what this is releases but i'll turn this into releases and sit or fly so that is a new segment which we've implemented where i had told george and you know andy and rico uh, when they came on the show as guests and i had told them how difficult lately i feel it's been and this is as coming from a sneakerhead who's been in quote unquote the game for a long time I feel it's a much harder to be able to identify the sneakers that would fly and sit. Yes, and shout out to Sock Jig. There are various reasons on, I'm sorry, various ways to figure that out now. But, you know, I'm still kind of old school. You know, I like to be able to look at a sneaker, see a picture, whether it's a leak pick or the official pick, whatever, and say, yo, I know how everybody acts. I know how everybody responds to certain materials, to certain patterns, to certain colors, to certain models. I know how they react. This one will sell out. This one will fly. And someone said, well, if they make tons of pairs, I 100% get that. I understand that. I understand reading the on you know, StockX and GOAT, you know, the prices where they're at, you know, things like that to determine how many pairs might be out there. I 100% understand that. But then on the second, on the other side of this, you know, Concords come out and they make um, over a million plus pairs and they still sell out and fly off the shelves and restock a million times and still sell out. So, 
there are still certain things that do happen that are anomalies, but and there's sometimes you you expect it to happen again. Uh, this week, Air Max Triax camos. Um, Obviously, if you listen to this podcast in your car, um, this is probably one of those episodes you want to watch on YouTube. If you can, a lot of people don't understand that this podcast is a podcast, so it's audio first on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, on our website, thesnakedisc.com. This podcast is on all podcast listening platforms, and we provide video on YouTube for those who like visual representation. This is one of, if not the only sneaker podcast that does full edited video in color. And it's good to see the pictures of the sneakers that we talk about. Me and George have been collecting sneakers for a long time. So when we talk about sneakers from the past, a lot of people don't know what those look like. Even if you're talking about sneakers within the last four, five, six years, there are a lot of obscure models that people weren't paying attention to that we like to have on screen people to look at. And it's just good to just to see the sneaker on screen. And you know, whether we influence you one way or another, that's completely up to you guys. But it does matter to have those up on the screen to us. Uh, like I said, the Air Max Triax camo, I think these will sit. Um, George and Ryan, well, George is, he likes them. I think they're whack. And I only say they're whack because, and Ryan loves them. Ryan buy anything camo. Camouflage sneakers, you have to be really careful with. One, I'm more of a traditional camo when it comes to sneakers and shirts and stuff like that. Duck camo, snow camo, desert camo. I've never been a huge fan of it. These ones are more like a duck camo maybe swamp i don't know what it's called with like the really small um i know there's a term for it but it's like the camo where it looks pixelated a little bit one reason why i don't like these shoes is the outsole when you do a camouflage shoe i mean that's kind of the point of camouflage is to be fully camouflaged i'm not in the military never been i know a lot of people in the military but i would figure your fatigues are camo all the way the outsole of this shoe is an off brown off white and it throws the camo off you either have to at least to me i prefer i prefer so i won't say have to i prefer when a sneaker that has camo i prefer the outsole to be olive or camo print on the outsole as well like the camo has to either continue or you have to choose one of the colors, the major colors out of the camo to place on the outsole. I prefer it that way. The white tannish outsole, throws it off for me. I think those sit. Would I grab a pair? Of course I would. I think they retail maybe 140 possibly. I would grab a pair of these for about 84, 85. I'd pay that. They're a nice looking shoe. A Triax is a very underrated Air Max, um, but you have to get the colors just right on a Triax to, you know, to really appreciate them. Uh, there's another model. It's a Puma model. It's an RSX. Me and George love RSXs. It's a Central Saint uh, collaboration. It's called a Day Zero. Uh, I saw pictures of it on Go. Looks fire. I mean, it's not mad. I think it is sit. I mean, it's a it's a Puma. There's a lot of Pumas out there. Pumas out there doing a lot of nice things. But I feel like with Puma, they're not putting themselves out there a lot more than they should. And there's a lot of people out there who really ride for Puma. Shout out to Sneakers and Fox and Mr. Mr. Red King. These guys ride for Puma. And Puma's not utilizing them. And another thing that I've said on this podcast before, Puma seems to be struggling with who to sign and endorse their sneakers. 
Um, they signed a lot of rookies in last year or the year before draft. And a lot of these rookies really haven't panned out um, as much as probably Puma expected. And even they signed Kuzma last year. And of course, Kuzma has incredible upside or had incredible upside. But Kuz will always be, at least for the next three, four years, probably in the back burner, if not traded, because LeBron and AD, um, he hasn't shown that ability to take it to the next level. We all expected it, but, and not to say that he can't get it, but, you know, and then they recently with J. Cole. J. Cole is one of the best rappers, period. Love J. Cole, love what he's about, love how he constructs his albums, good person in general, but J. Cole is one of those individuals that makes music and then disappears for a very long time. When it comes to sneakers, you want that person that's out there. If I can't, if I have to go search for J. Cole to see if he's wearing them, kind of defeats the purpose. I, I see, I see Yeezys on Kanye. I see him on the sisters. I see him on everybody, you know. So um, even now with Travis Scott's, I see Travis Scott's over, you know, Kylie and, you know, they got to be out there. I see Travis everywhere. You don't see J. Cole anywhere. Honestly, the only time I really see J. Cole is at NBA All-Star Weekend, and it's if he's doing a concert or a documentary. That's it. He just kind of comes out of nowhere, throws up music, and disappears. Uh, Melanie Asani? Melody Asani? I believe that's her name. Uh, times the Woman Air Jordan. Let me explain something about this Woman Air Jordan. And I said this the last time when the first colorway came out. This how behind... Jordan Brand was at that period of time when this model came out. I believe this model originally came out in nine between 97 and 99, maybe. I can't remember. But the sneaker itself, look it up. There's no name to this sneaker. It's just called Women's Air Jordan. They didn't give it a name. It's not called like nothing. It's just Women's Air Jordan. And what's crazy is, is what's crazy is, is that it's a very good looking shoe, just the shoe itself. They didn't come up with like a women's Air Jordan 2 or 3. They didn't even continue with it. This Melody Asani, I believe it's her name, Asani. Apologize if it's not. Women's Air Jordan Cherry is absolute fire to me. I'm assuming to you guys too, this one will fly, it, period. It, it will at least fly in all the men's sizes because I'm debating on buying this pair myself. This pair is fire. And I don't wear women sneakers like that unless it's a runner. Like to me, the only time I will buy a women's sneaker is if you can't identify it as a woman's sneaker. So I have bought like women's ultra boost before, like when the cream ultra boost first came out, I had to buy a size 11 in women's because the men's kept flying out. And that's in the 2.0. So it was like, you know what? It looks exactly the same, built a little different, whatever. Melanie, Melody Asani, Women's Air Jordan Cherry, absolute fire. Uh, Air Max One, London and Amsterdam. Look, those two sneakers are fire, undeniable fire. I had a talk with, uh, well, not a little talk, but a little chat, a little back and forth DM with a uh, shout out to uh, Ryan Swanger. That's the homie. I had said to George, Rico, Andrew in the thread, I'm just not feeling Air Max 1s anymore. This goes back to what I said about Air Max 90s. When I said Air Max 90s are washed, not whack, washed. Understand the difference, okay? Washed means, eh, 
I can have a pair. I could not have a pair. They're not whack. They're not trash. They don't suck, but they suck. Air Max 1s pretty much single-handedly destroyed the Air Max 90. That's facts. That's not to me. That is facts. If you would have asked everybody probably about 10 years ago what's their top Air Max model, they would have said either Air Max 95 or Air Max 90. Go back 10 years, go back 20 years, go back 15, 20 years, everybody would have said, oh, 95s, Air Max 90s, 100%. I believe that probably 70% of sneakerheads right now would probably say the best Air Max model to them is the Air Max 1. It's the most universal. It's come with the best colorways. It's easier to wear. It's not as bulky as the other models. Air Max 1s washed Air Max 90s because Nike beat us over the head with Air Max 1s. Like knocked us out of the park with them now we've been beat over the head with them i look at the air max one like uh, you know fire but i mean eh, you know they're cool they don't suck but do i need any more i don't think i need any more air max ones right now shout out to the homie at dynasty tv i believe that's his instagram that's the super homie too let me tell you something you know let me go ahead and find this because i'm gonna tell you there are a lot of people that i big on their social media page um, I did earlier on about I like their page and what they're about and um, uh, Dynasty TV underscore on IG let me say the cat knows how to dress I think his style is dope um, I actually look at his pictures and say you know what? I need to take more pictures because me and George we be out here fly but y'all wouldn't know it because we don't take a lot of pictures it's just not our thing but his page is dope I love what he does with his family uh, he has his own YouTube page about taking, you know, hair maintenance and stuff like that. I think his wife does jewelry. Shout out to them. Shout out to their kids. Uh, beautiful family. Super cool homie. Though. Like, that's somebody that, like, I could see I could, I could kick it with. Pause, you know. Uh, but he's he's just a cool cat. Shout out to him. He always supports a podcast. Um, go subscribe to his page. Uh, he's rich. No, I'm just joking. I have no idea. But, man, he cops everything. Um, but, like I said, Air Max. Uh, Air Max One, London, Amsterdam. They'll fly. But they should sit. Uh, Air Max 90 undefeated pack. I believe maybe one of the colors will be released this way. The black released this past weekend. The black anthracite. Anthracite. Whatever it's called. Like I said. They're okay. I've been programmed to appreciate undefeated for like its color pattern you expect certain things out of certain brands when i think undefeated i think olive and orange period i haven't seen an olive and orange drop from undefeated in a very long time and i don't know why like i don't know if something's changed i don't know if they're trying to back away from it but man that's your bread and butter um and I feel like that changed during the ASICs era because the false flags, which one of my favorite ASICs of all time, ASIC Gel Light 5 false flags, it was black with orange. And then they came out with another Gel Light 5 that was like this psychedelic artsy pattern. And it was really ugly. I saw them on feet a few times and they were I, but man, it was a really di different jump from the false flags model. Uh, I believe those Air Max 90s sit. I mean, there's a lot of people kind of losing their minds for them, but it's one of those things that you just, y'all copy, and they realize, mm, and then you see them for sale on someone's IG story. Ah, uh, try it on. Looking for retail shipped. Uh, Jordan 4 Neon 95s. Let me explain something to you. I think I'm mad at myself that I love these so much. 
I don't know why. I think the suede on them looks good. I think when me and George talk about color blocking on sneakers and George just said the Air Max 90 infrared it might be the greatest color blocking of all time, you got to consider the Neon Air Max 95 as one of the greatest color blocking sneakers of all time. The different shades of gray in the suede is what matter. I do not particularly care for gray sneakers only because gray sneakers that have been done in the past I've come around to Cool Gray 4s. Cool Gray 4s lately, I'm kind of like, ah, they are. Right. I, I kind of like them. Cool Gray 11s, I have never liked because of the different materials and textures of the materials. Air Max 95. <laughs> Air Max 95, the variations of grays, and it's all suede, is phenomenal. They've done a great job on it in pictures with the Jordan 4. Gotta see it in hand. It looks like a gray sneaker. I like the Nike Air in the back. Not too cool with the netting. Definitely don't like the laces, but that's something that can be changed. I feel like these should sit, which I hope they do because once they get down to like 150, 164, I might cop. If it was 151.65, nah, I'm not copping. But I think these will, no, I think these will sit I think they'll sit. That's how I'll go with it. Uh, Yeezy 350 Cinder. Yeezy 350 Cinder is something that Andrew, shout out to Andrew, coming on the podcast all the time if you're a new listener. Andrew loves these. Gonna help out with these pair. I will tell you this, this is probably one of the better looking 350s. Um, it's amazing how many pairs of 350s come out. Whenever I see one of the OG colorways of 350, Red Stripe, um, Beluga, when you see those uh, olive stripe, whatever it was called, white stripe, whatever the original color was, whenever you see those out in public, black reds, they look so drastically different, but they look phenomenal. They almost look fake. They almost look fake considering how drastically visually pattern wise removal of the stripe, the colors reflective, the different color outsoles. Like, they look so dramatically different than what's out now. They almost look fake. I don't think I could identify somebody walking by in a fake pair of the original colorways of the 350 anymore. The original 350s, majority of the original colorways had black outsoles. Only the Beluga had the grayish outsole on the outside. I could be wrong. There might be a couple other ones. Oh, and Zebra had the white or whatever it was. That was it. These other colorways, I mean, good lord, they're tan, gray, glow, orange, black, gray, like it's clear, like it's just all over the place. I think this cinder will fly because, like I said, it's one of the better looking ones. It's all black with the gum bottom. You can never go wrong with the all black and a gum bottom, especially in a Yeezy model like this. Um, I believe that's it. So, like I said, there's a lot, you know, that I think a sit that'll fly. Um, it all depends. All right, so um, and this podcast might be a little shorter, go a little quicker. Um, you know, I'm going to go out there and vote today, you know, and do my thing, kind of get the podcast out the way. But I do want to leave you guys with some type of entertainment in podcast today. Um, so the Sneak Dis Sneaker March Madness Tournament, if I said that right. Um
So the sneak this sneaker podcast March Madness tournament. We've done this probably, I think every single year, I've done some type of tournament. Me and George have done a tournament-wide uh, with sneakers uh, for the podcast. Um, I have used other programs before, but I've never been able to find the right program to um, have it to where you guys can create your own and participate in it and save it. So typically we would make these brackets that we would discuss it on here, but you really couldn't participate in it because you didn't get to make your own. So Common Ninja, shout out to Common Ninja. Uh, it's like Common Brackets, but it's Common Ninja. Um, Bracket Ninja, sorry. Um, they have a phenomenal program. You do have to pay for it. It's a subscription you have to pay for, um, but it's a phenomenal program that allows us to create the brackets and you guys can create your own brackets and save it. So um, I wanted to do, we wanted to do two this year. So I wanted to do a Dunk SB one since Dunks are clearly back in, whether it's a SB or not a SB, Dunks are clearly, people are sharing pictures of these blue and these tan GR Dunks like they're Travis's. I haven't seen people sharing pictures of Dunks and sending and tagging people on Dunks in a very long time that wasn't a off-white or a travis or or a concepts or a lobster whatever the case may be these are two gr dunks that people are anticipating and it's, it's dope that that's happening so we did a nike sb dunk tournament that's one and then george wanted to do a 2019 sneaker tournament so you might say hey, here's the thing we think very thoroughly about what we do when it comes to like voting things and stuff like that. We take our time with it. Um, so I will tell you how the sneakers were chosen to do so. When we did our top 10 dunks, I believe a few weeks ago, and George has said it is almost impossible to order dunks, like rearrange dunks by one through 10. He's absolutely right. There's absolutely no way I wanted to attempt. And I did dunks of all time. I didn't do a particular block. Actually, you know what, I'm sorry. I did dunks from 2001 to 2005, I believe. There might be a 2006 in there. From th I did that block. I didn't go above that, and I didn't go behind this. So don't ask, where's the Travis dunk? Where's the off-white dunks? Don't ask that, okay? So in order to make sure that like I, I went through all of them, I'm talking that this is a history of dunks. But one thing I love about this tournament, the dunk tournament, is that you guys will be able to see a lot of dunks you've maybe never seen before. Research a lot of dunks that me and George talk about and see something that you might like. Again, I, that's the best part about dunks being back in is that people can now go back and look for these classic dunks that they might have, you know, overlooked in the past. Prices are through the roof right now, but that's your fault. So you got to kind of deal with it. Um, so in order to do so, you know, me and George are, you know, I know we get on here and we talk crazy about sneakers and stuff like that, but me and George are very smart people. I'm not going to come on here and toot my own horn, but I wanted to create this formula using Excel and a bunch of macros and stuff in order to identify the best Nike Dunk sneakers to put in the tournament. And I did this with the 2019 bracket as well. So the criteria that I did in order to do so um, was uh, average price, sizes bought um, through one of the reseller sites over the last this period of time based off of some of their algorithms. Um, and I did pair sold and the retail price is based off of. I used that to select 
the ones that are chosen for the tournament and I did that to select, to seed them. So this is just like a March Madness tournament. There are 64 dunks, and then the other bracket, there's 64 2009 sneakers. I wanted to do a full 64, okay? Um, I'm not gonna officially, well, I'll get to this part. So all the dunks were not selected by us. I put in every single dunk that I could find between that block 2001 to 2005, I believe. Maybe 2006, I, 2008 maybe, I don't know. I can't remember. I put in every single dunk I could remember or find or look up from StockX, go every single site that I could think of and put those on there. And I let the program select the dunks that should be in the tournament based off of a specific criteria. So, for those who are listening to the podcast, I know there are some dunks that are on there. I know there's some that should maybe be on there. I know this. Yo, where's this at? Fam, everything can be in it. Everything can make the tournament. Yo, this is better than this. Well, according to the program and algorithm and stuff that I created, no, it's not. According to that. Personally wise, there are some on there that didn't make it that I was shocked. There were some on there that didn't make it on there and I debated on, I might have to add that in myself because that's how fire it is. But I wanted it to be a legit and I wanted to stick to it. I ran the same system again a different way in order to randomly give each sneakers a number based off the same criteria. That's how I based it off seating. And when I say average price, average price of sneakers being sold on resale sites, sizes bought. This is what I mean by sizes bought. I didn't want it to be men heavy. I wanted it to be where the amount of sizes, the various amount of sizes from sizes five through size 14. I think that's important because women are a very important part of the sneaker culture. So I wanted it to be the most popular sneakers that men and women are buying. <clears throat> and maybe the smallest size, it might be kids. It might be men with small feet. I don't know, but I'm basing it off of that. So there's reasons why certain shoes might not make it. Average price versus how many sold. So what the dunk, what the dunk is a sneaker that made it. Now, not a ton of what the dunks have sold, a lot have, but the average price is so high and the various in sizes is so great that the system dubbed it a necessary sneaker to have in the bracket, if that makes any sense. Um, pair sold. Pair souls matters and doesn't matter because you can have a pair that sold 5,000 pairs of a sneaker, but they all sold at $98 and only size 9 and a half, 10, 11, 12 only sold. If I have another pair that sold 3,000 and they all sold at 95, let's say they all sold at between average $150 a pair and they sold 3,000, but a bunch of fives, sixes, eights, eight and a half, nine and a half, 10 and a half, 11, that's a spreader a larger number of sizes bought, it will include that over the pair of higher price with lesser variation in sizes. I hope I'm making sense. Um, so that's how they're chosen, okay? And that's how they're seated. So they're seated very good. And I, I will tell you this, the formula and the stuff that I created really, I, I thought it turned out really well. There are some dunks and some 2019 sneakers that are in that first round going against each other, which you are going to have to think about. Like I'm talking, I think one of them in the first round on the 2019 side 
is the Concepts 997S Esrix versus the Jordan 6 Ali May. Like, Alele May, sorry. That's a hard one to choose because that Concepts Esrix is fire. And that Jordan 6 Alele May might be a top five Jordan 6 of all all time and might be the greatest the best sneaker of 2019 under sakai waffles um i will let you guys know on the dunk side and on the 2019 side um the program did select multiple colors of a model so if it was a red lobster and a blue lobster might be on there i can't remember offhand but a red lobster and a blue lobster might be on there in different rounds and different seatings. Um, on the other side, pretty much every Sakai, excluding the all whites and the blacks, made the tournament. So we have the Barney model, and we have, I don't know what it's called that, but that's what you guys call it, Barney model, and we have the green yellow, and we have the blue red. Those three made it into the 2019 tournament, and that's because the various amount of sizes, the average prices of them being sold, so they all worked out in a way to make sure that they make it to the tournament. So if you want to be in this tournament, I like it a lot. If you want to be in this tournament, um, I'm going to post it on social media like I always do, but the audio will be up before video. So if you're listening to this podcast, DM me um, on Instagram or Twitter or just post a message, tag me, ask for the link to both brackets. I will send it to you. It requires you to put your name Excuse me. It requires you to put your name and email to get into the brackets. Now, I have it set up that way. Your your information is safe. We're not doing anything with it. We're not going to start sending you spam. We're not going to do anything like that. It's asking for that information because um, it's asking for that information because I might do um, I might send a prize based on how this works. Okay. I didn't want to say, yo, have a chance to win this or have a chance to get this gift card or anything like that because it's all formula based. So even for the sneakers to move to the next round, it's all formula based. Um, okay, so in order to decide which sneakers win, because I couldn't do where a predictive bracket where I create the bracket first and then you guys be able to create your own. I couldn't do both and have you guys vote which one moves on. I didn't want us, me and George, being the ones that are responsible for saying like, nah, that one's more fire than that one and move on. I created another formula to run each round through and they're going to decide based on specific criteria that made the decision on where the sneaker was seated and whether or not the sneaker was placed in the draft, in the bracket, sorry, in the tournament. Sorry. So this is all computer based. So you can have an upset based off of specific scenarios. You can have a Tiffany dunk going against a cigar dunk. Um, Actually, you know what? I broke lows and highs on different sides of the bracket. So you can have a cigar high going against a skunk high. A skunk eye in the eye, a skunk high dunk in the eyes of the regular sneakerhead consumer is one of the greatest dunks of all time, if not the greatest dunk of all time. But in this situation, based on variation of sizes sold over the last few years or a bunch of years, whatever the data that these sites use 
the amount of average price and so forth will make the determination on whether the sneaker moves on or not. Just because skunks sell for like a thousand dollars doesn't mean it's automatically better than a cigar who sells sizes five through six through eight through 10 through 15 over these and consistently stick to an average rate. Whatever the case may be, I didn't want to commit to saying I didn't want to commit to saying here is a prize to it just in case it doesn't work out. Plus, if for some odd reason, everyone's bracket somehow lines up just right. If somebody gets a perfect bracket, that'd be phenomenal, which is like a trillion to whatever odds. But hopefully if there's a bracket that stands out greater in each the dunks and the 2019 if those are i will possibly send out a prize but i don't want to commit to that so i'm just giving you a heads up dm me on instagram or just make a post to tag me twitter dm me or just make a tweet tag me and ask for the links to both to create the bracket name and email that's all it requires and those are for just in case if your bracket you know, stands out as a single uh, closest one to having what the computer generated, then I possibly will send you a prize or something. Um, I hope that makes sense. Um, it's something fun. Like I said, sports are gone. Um, we've missed out on a lot of things going on um, right now. And we're just kind of looking for a way to um, have some fun, you know, kind of, you know, supplement sports mix sports and sneakers me and joe talk about sports a lot on the podcast so i um, wanted to make sure we do that and let you guys be able to participate in it for the first time this year be able to make your own bracket and uh submit it i tested it with a few homies and they're like yo that's dope so um hit me up so like i said whenever i do a podcast on my own i love to talk about some of the sneakers that i have me and george always talk about uh mark's pair that he did in the nike cultivating program i think i've already showed this before on a single podcast i've done on my own but we talk about it a lot and there's some people that just don't want to go back and look for it or they want to kind of me talk about it again and kind of show it again there's also kd4s and i brought a nike air max 90 hyperfuse to show why i love hyperfuse much more than the og model now so right here i have hope the camera can pick this up uh this is the marquee um mark version of his nike cultivator he was selected by nike cultivator to create a sneaker and believe these colors are al salvadorian and represent his family um this shoe is you can argue if it wasn't a nike cultivator or a nike id made sneaker you can argue it as a top five top three top 10 whatever you want to do sneaker of 2019 period this sneaker is phenomenal the suede is great the different textures of the material is great it's an air max 90 the off-white laces the laces are like a taupe with the gum bottom and then the gold nike air in the back with the greenish tealish um eyelets this sneaker is beautiful like I've worn this sneaker so much and I've had to stop wearing it because they're not, it's not a readily, a readily available sneaker. If you didn't buy it from the Cultivator program, you just don't have it. Now, there are pairs on StockX that you can buy, maybe possibly Goat as well, um, but they're a hitter and as they should be. If there's an Air Max 90 that should be a great uh, high price, it's these. And shout out to Mark. 
Um, I don't know. He said he was going to come on the podcast one day. I don't know. He doesn't come off as much of a talker. So I didn't want to like force him into something that he might not want to do. But uh, shout out to him. The sneaker is phenomenal. And no, you can't find this anywhere. And no, I, I can't give you the hookup. Look on StockX. Look on GOAT. Fire. Another sneaker. KD4. Okay. Now, I think I talked about this last time. I think I talked about this another time when I did a podcast on my own as well. This is the KD4. Me and George have talked about this sneaker as being one of, if not the top Nike basketball sneakers of all time. Um, this was called the Undefeated colorway. Um, it had nothing to do with Undefeated, but that green, that orange, will always be linked forever to Undefeated. So... Um, when this came out, this was a must cop. I mean, this was not one of the easier ones to get. The KD4 model was probably one of the last basketball models that I'm talking flew and that was really wearable with your jeans, shorts, no matter what. Um, had the Velcro strap. It's a great hoop shoe. This sneaker is phenomenal. All right. I love this sneaker. Um, I think it's very underrated. I think people have forgotten about it. And I think a lot of new sneakerheads or young sneakerheads have forgot about it or haven't done the research on it. There's a lot of KDs out right now and they've, man, they've all kind of just dropped off dramatically. I will say the last KD 12, I believe what it is. That's not too bad. It's a little weird shape for me. I don't really care for the materials, but it's not a bad sneaker. This right here has it all. This is a phenomenal sneaker. You can find these on eBay, go everywhere at a decent price. If you have the opportunity to buy these, buy these. If you hoop, buy these. If you want a basketball sneaker to rock, buy these. They're low tops. They're fire. And this came out during that era of Big Bang era, I believe. Yeah, yeah, Big Bang era with the LeBron pack, with the LeBron 9 at the time, the Kobe 7, I believe, at the time. Um, these models were undeniable at that time. Absolute fire. Hopefully these are getting on camera. I'm not sure. I'm not a good sneaker holder, upper reviewer. -er. Um, so Air Max 90 Hyperfuse. All of you, like I've just discussed a little bit earlier, all of you have given me a very hard time for saying Air Max 90s are washed. Now, when I say washed, I say Air Max 90 OGs are washed. Air Max 90 OGs are washed because to me, they're bulky and there's just too many materials. And let me tell you something that's a 100% fact that nobody can't deny Air Max 90s. OGs get ridiculously dirty. This right here is a hyperfuse pair. Now look, this pair is very old, so mine is dirty, and I have worn this a billion times because it's that great. It's sleeker. It's much sleeker than an OG. I don't know if you can see it right there. If I'm on camera, it's much more sleeker. This is all smooth. It's one material. You wipe that joint down, that joint is clean. The net right here is netting. You can see the socks. You know you guys love that type of stuff. Nowadays, when it comes to sneakers, being able to see your socks, you wear a green sock, you can see it through the netting. It's not that mesh material that's on the toe box of Air Max 90, which I just don't like anymore. The Air Max 90 has all the pieces of an OG, has the Nike on the back, has all that. The back of the thing, George complains about the back of the heel. I don't know why. I love it. Has the same outsole, but the sneaker comes to more of a point. Air Max 90s 
comes to more of a point. Air Max 90s are very boxy in the front. And I know a lot of people are waiting on infrared 90 OGs, which they should. It's a top five. It's a legendary sneaker, as they should. But it's washed to me. I don't need an Air Max 90 OG. Now, I might need it for $64.17. $64.18? Nah, can't do it. But these fire they retro these any sneaker any nike sneaker and hyperfuse material is superb to me air max ones air max 90s not 97s i'm sorry not 95s because they're so big 97s phenomenal in the hyperfuse love them even the basketball sneakers in hyperfuse i've never hooped in a hyperfuse basketball sneaker but a lot of them look pretty good i like these uh so that's it i wanted to bring those three just to show them a few people like i said requested the other two um we talk about katie froze all the time and we talk about marks um air max one through the nike um cultivator program coronavirus and sports um you know there's a lot of things that have happened you know lately and i will say that you know um first of all i want to clarify you know some of the stuff i said last time on the podcast some people are like oh man you're kind of nonchalant about it i'm not nonchalant about the podcast and I, I mean about coronavirus i think it was more of i know my family is good and we've kind of prepared ourselves we're kind of never without on supplies and stuff like that um i'm not worried about actually getting it because I, i'm just not like I've, I, I look at it as something that i really can't avoid it's my responsibility to do my best to try to not get it um but you know things happen you know i'm more concerned with my kids you know making sure that they keep their hands out of their mouths and you know them getting back in school and what's going on you know publicly you know it's this is just an unprecedented thing right now um that's going on in the world and it's crazy you know it's crazy it's scary you know i can get upset at how people are acting and panicking and running around buying everything i can get mad at that but i don't blame them just because that's not the demeanor of myself or many of you who listen to this podcast, I don't blame them. Like, this is one of those situations you won't know probably for decades on whether or not we overreacted or did or did enough or didn't do enough. Um, today, um, tonight, starting at 8 p.m., all of our restaurants and everything are closed. It's what's considered, I guess, a lockdown. Um, all restaurants have to be moved to carry out style. Um, I think that still includes drive-ins, I believe. I'm not sure. Um, but all of our grocery stores are pretty wiped as well. Um, there's still certain things out there. But every day, the news is getting worse and worse. Um, it's like one day, this is count. This day, this is closed. Up, oh, This city's closed. This country's closed. And, you know, like I said, man, I, I, I hope everybody out there is taking care of themselves. Um, I know it probably didn't hit reality until sports got canceled um for a lot of people which i'll admit once you see entire you know billion dollar industries like okay we got to shut down yeah it makes you especially considering how we talk about sports we talk about sports as being money grabbing all they care about is the money all they care about is the money man they shut the league down they're losing tons and tons of money so it kind of gives you a better perspective on Hey, man, I know how you guys might view us throughout the years. We're about the money and yada, yada, yada. But we care about our product and we care about, you know, what's going on in society. Um, it's just amazing. Of, I'll admit, when they said, oh, you know, sports for no two weeks. And me and George have talked about it on this podcast before. There are times 
I wish, me and George wish we didn't love sports as much as we do. Sometimes we're just way too enthralled in sports um, and it occupies a lot of time. But man, I'm not going to lie to you. No sports has been rough. I think it might even be rough on our wives and those who have girlfriends. Not... Um, I think it's been rough on everybody. You didn't even realize sports were just the background noise in your home. Like, whether you were really sitting down focusing on it, hearing the referee whistle, the squeak on the wood, the, the commentators, whatever the case may be, it's gone. And it's weird. Like, it's it's really weird. Now, I will say I've been using my time quite wisely. I've watched a few things on Netflix here and there and, you know, watched some shows and caught up on a few uh, things on the DVR. But um, being home with your kids is a great feeling. It does drive you nuts after a while, but it's a good feeling. You know, I bought my son a basketball hoop yesterday. And it's how crazy it is. Like, people are out there really scrambling and trying to buy stuff. I was in Target buying. I might have been the only person in Target not buying survival-type stuff. I, I was. I had a basketball hoop and two basketballs and some pump needles to pump the basketballs up. Um, people were looking at the basketball hoop like I was buying a lion. Like, they just couldn't believe that I was buying a basketball hoop. I mean, people were literally walking by like, oh, like staring, like pointing, like, oh my goodness. Oh, they were like, it, it was almost a look and like, why aren't you got a cart full of water? Why don't you, why aren't you running around looking for bread? Why are you buying something of fun? And I had promised my son, my wife had promised my son a month ago, if he has 30 great days and that he's only in first grade. So those of you who have a young child, you understand how difficult it is to get your child up in the morning, especially if your school hours start in the morning at ungodly hours. But we wanted him to get in a routine of getting himself ready, brush your teeth, get your shoes on, get your backpack, do all that stuff without being asked. And he did it for the most part, you know, um, for 30 days. And, you know, my kids are aware, kind of. I mean, my daughter's three and my son is seven. I had a real talk with him about what's going on because you kind of have to with your kids nowadays. And when you're yelling at them to put their hands out of their mouths and yelling them to stop touching this, they need to know. Um, and I he, he still wanted the basketball hoop. And, and I loved it. And, you know, I love that my kids play, play sports. And, you know, I tell you, when you have kids, it's one of those things where, like, as a father, you're just waiting. I talked about this when we talked about our Kobe episode. You're just waiting for that little hint of athleticism so you can get right started. I had no problem going out and getting that basketball hoop. And I was upright till, like, 10 o'clock at night putting that joint together in the backyard full of mosquitoes flying around. But I didn't care. My son enjoyed it. He's been utilizing it all day. My wife has been sending me pictures of him shooting hoops today, and he loves it, and I love it. And I can't wait to go out there and shoot hoops with him. Like, he's my my little best friend, you know, I, I love him to death. Um, but like I said, you know, no sports, you know, it's giving the opportunity to do other things. You know, if you are a content creator, con create some content. You know, if you've been thinking about something, think about something. You don't have a lot out there, you know, kind of blocking your, you know, thought process besides maybe panic and fear, which are very important things. Um, but, you know, uh, we're just trying to make sure that everybody be responsible. And like I said, if you're feeling sick, I don't care if it's a scratchy throat, just stay home. 
just why bother? And some of you might not have the luxuries that I do, uh, that George and I do to be able to do so and that others might have. Like it might sound easy. Like, oh, yeah, just stay home. I get it. But we're talking about something that's an unprecedented situation in mankind. I mean, we've had this type of stuff before, but now we're experiencing something with all the advances in the world right now. Somebody was like trying to compare it to like the plague and scarlet fever and stuff like that. I'm like, fam, that's like in 1901, 1908. You can't compare it. We have every single thing that we thought we needed in order to combat something like this. And we're still having a hard time with this. Don't take stuff like that for granted. Um, you know, there's situations out there that are just getting worse and worse and you kind of got to be cognizant of it and just be aware and protect yourself. And, you know, don't be a jerk out there, man. Be human. Be a human being while this is going on. You ain't got to be crazy. You ain't got to be psycho. There's a lot of memes and stuff like that, but be human. Like I haven't seen anything too ridiculous out there yet. The Internet is a bunch of lies. I've seen people posting old videos of fights and stuff claiming that this was at the grocery store for corona no it's not they're just recycling videos be careful with the information that you're showing if you're not showing information to benefit anybody in your area there's no need like you don't have to post a video of yourself of the of how empty the shelves are at your grocery store just to yo it's crazy out here you don't got to show that 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 incites panic in other people like putting that on the internet. For, now, if you want to send it personally to your friends, yo, come to the Piggly Wiggly because water is running low. Cool. Send it in a text thread to people that it matters to. Don't post that stuff all over the world because that incites panic across the globe. Okay. And let me tell you another thing. Nike and everybody closing stores. That's cool. Look, some of y'all got to chill. Some of you little sneaker boutiques. Some of you got to chill. Okay. Sending out all these emails. Yo gonna be closing fam you're one store that exists you're one of one all right that's cool that you're sending out an email that we're closing but blasting out an email to the entire country that packer shoes is closing tell your employees thanks tell your employees post a note put it on social media that's cool but fam come on you're one of one boot sneaker boutique close your doors tell your employees take care of them lock up See you in a month. That's it. Um, Nike Air Max Day. Uh, I will talk about, I wanted to talk about trades and stuff that's going on in football this week, but you know, George is a big sports person, so I kind of wanted to go over that with him. Actually, you know what? Let me call him right now, see if he wants to talk about uh, sports real quick before I do my top 10. Hello? What's up, you freak? What's going on? I didn't even call you on Skype, I just called you on the phone. Oh. I'm almost done recording, man. Does it just ring on the phone anyways? Uh, yeah, it does. But I I oh. called you, it rung and rung. You didn't even answer. Well, I know. You said that wasn't on Skype? No, I was on my regular cell phone. Oh. I, I don't understand why you didn't say this earlier. I could have just, you could have just Skyped on the podcast if you wanted to. I mean, you didn't think about it either, so. <laughs> I mean, I no, no, because I have suggested that to you before in the past, and you were like, no. And that's Yeah, old. but that might have been like when I was out of town or something. Right now, I'm just quarantined in this room. Man, you might want to stop saying that. <laughs> I didn't say it on the podcast, so you just said it. So yeah, but that's because it's funny. <laughs> oh, it ain't funny right now. Um, <laughs> I mean, it's funny for me. 
I already talked about a bunch of stuff already. So I mean, I'm the one who has to deal with it, not, not anybody else. So uh, I didn't talk about sports though. Really, I talked about coronavirus and sports being canceled, but I didn't talk about anything that happened today. If you want to fulfill fill in with anything, uh, you didn't talk about uh, TB12. Nah, I didn't because I said I would save it before we, when you're in the studio because I was like, you know, obviously everybody knows you is super big on sports, and I figured that'd be uh, something that you want to talk about. But if you want to right now, feel free. Nah, I mean, I guess he hasn't like officially signed a deal or whatever. I don't know if they're even allowed to actually sign on the dotted line yet, but I know that they've tweeted that he agreed to terms. So we've seen stranger things happen before, but who knows? You talking about with Tampa Bay? Yeah, I mean, the story definitely is that he's not going back to to New England, regardless if it's Tampa Bay or whatever. Um, you know, I mean, that's something obviously for the next show to debate what the best situation would have been for him, but. Um, 2020 is a weird crazy in general yes I've seen the tweet today with a lot of stuff I mean between Kobe Tom Brady coronavirus I would have to look it up I mean it's just a lot of crazy stuff oh yeah Rick Pitino no no sports on TV yeah I mean it's just it's too much for me it's too much to handle right now Like, I I can't take it anymore. I mean, Mayweather dad died today. I'm like, yo, what is happening? Crazy. I'm at the streets of Vegas look like, you know, a weird, a bad, a a scary (laughs) video game. I think uh, Wynn and MGM just completely closed down their casinos, like all of them. Yeah, I mean, that's going through all of them. I had a friend that was out in Vegas. She said that the streets were scary. She said there, there were times where, like, you turn a corner, you by yourself. And I was like, okay. <laughs> yes. Yo. Come on. That's what, yo, that's what she <laughs> said. She said they were walking down the strip, took a left turn, by ourselves. Nobody there. That, just a guy with a switchblade. <laughs> yeah. Why did movies always have? It was always a movie with a guy with a switchblade in a subway or a switchblade in an yeah, alley. Or, or it. And he would be swinging, yeah, he'd be swinging that switch, but like, yo, <laughs> think you walk down the wrong way. Um, what else if happened? You that, if you do that, somebody's narrating your life. I'm like, yo. Somebody's bro. playing with strings from above if you walk down the street by yourself. I was rolling. I was like, them cats, I used to always want one of them knives to just to like switch it around. Oh, yeah, you cut your finger off. I remember they had those combs, but I was like, well, I'm black, so I don't use a comb. But it was like a, a, a switchblade. <laughs> It was like a switchblade comb. You push the button in it. Oh, you talking about like butterfly knife? Yeah, butterfly knife. You cut. The oh, knife butterfly knife. Okay, yeah, not switch a switchblade. Yeah, that's yeah. Just, you just press the button. Butterfly knives are fire. I used to have that uh, comb where you like press the button and you just start combing your hair. Yeah, I had it too. I got it from like Peter Piper or Chuck E. Cheese, and it was just I think no I use. Got one from, I think I got one from Disneyland, and they tried to take it away from me on the bus. I'm like, well, it was a school <laughs> trip. Yes, you wore it on your waistband. Uh, it's like Sam. It's just a brush. Did you want to talk about? Did you want to talk about Air Max Day stuff right now, real quick, or do you want to wait? You talked about like leakers, or did you just talk about? Nah, leakers? I didn't do leakers and then like that. I wasn't planning on doing it. I figured they're still leaked, so they'll be here next week. <laughs> so, I mean, obviously, Air Max Day is underwhelming once again. Uh, whoa, 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 whoa! Okay, there's one good shoe. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I would say that's underwhelming. Like, it's. Okay, Air Max Day to me should be for like retros, but not like retro of a shoe that just came out. When did what you call it come out? 2012, 2013? Something like that. The infrared duck camos? Right. 
See, to me, it used to be like elephants or animals or... A Pata, Para, I mean, Cherry Wood. Everyone loves all the stuff that Para did or Pata or whatever. Why wouldn't they retro one of those? I know it would be hard to get, but it yeah. brings some excitement. I and Well, you said underwhelming like usual. I didn't think last year was that underwhelming. It, it was a ton, wasn't it? Wasn't that like the vote for Air Maxes? The I thought last year was a year they did like Shanghai and all. Yeah, all I mean, that were all I didn't, sandwiches. Yeah, I didn't think last year was underwhelming. I just thought they all sucked. Like, I thought that was it. Was a lot of pairs that came out well, of a lot of yeah, but Now this year, this year absolutely is underwhelming and whack. Like this Air Max twenty ninety. I don't understand why we went to 2090 already. Like, <laughs> why, why can't we get 2020, 2021? Like, why are we jumping all the way to 2090 and the shoe is white? And why are so many colors coming out on Air Max Day? Like, I, I don't get it. I, well, I don't understand. Okay, they made the, they made it the year of the 90, fine, whatever. Um, but why are they doing the liquid metal pack over again like that? Why wouldn't they just do what they did? Like, it would make sense if they did three different versions uh, like they you know they took the infrared duck camo and reversed it and then picked two other 90s that were like pick bacon 90s and flip the script on it or something and pick uh warhawk 90s or something and flip it i don't know i, 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 I just more sense. well what sucks is is that and technically the three the liquid metals whatever they're women's hike <laughs> they're women's too so it's technically they're not I mean, that's what it was originally yeah but if you're gonna do this again you kind of have to um, do this, like for men. It needs more. Every single person that's gonna go for Air Maxes right now are gonna go strictly for the Duck Camel one. That's it. I might go for the gold, maybe the bronze Air Max ninety, just so I can see what it looks like in person. But I'm sorry, that model is whack in that liquid gold and the bronze and stuff. The shoe is too bulky and big to be in that liquid form. The Air Max 1, I wasn't fond of it whatsoever until you talked about it getting it for Hannah. Then when we saw it in person at pound for pound, it was kind of fire. But it's essentially a girl shoe. Like, Yeah, it's hard to wear that much silver or that much gold. It, I mean, I think it's the Air Max 1 is definitely a woman's shoe. Air Max 90 might be too big. It's way too big. Imagine you walking around with a size 12 and liquid gold. I mean, those are for C3PO. <laughs> Them joints, I, I can't. I don't understand. The Air Max 2090 is nonsense. Like, I can't even. No, it's not even happening. Um, is that Adapt to 1.0 supposed to be part of that pact as well? Or 1.0, 10, whatever it is, 0.1? Uh, what shoe are you talking about? That one that ties itself. The one we kind of talked about the other week had the leaker picks, but there's like a yellow one that they're talking Let me about. See. Air Max Adapt, Air Max Day? Yeah, it's like, Air, I don't know if it's a part of it. I just, it just comes out that same day. It's the Air Max Adapt 1.0 Gray Gum. I don't know what it's called. I think maybe I found it. Let's see here. Oh, it's a new, oh, okay, so you talking about the new model? Yeah. Um, that like ties itself. So. Uh, infrared sole and a gray upper. Yeah, but there's like a there's yellow a, one that's supposed to come out that that week. Um, oh yeah, yellow or gum, yellow outsole with the gray top. Yeah. Eh. I mean, honestly, that shoe looks like it should be on Back to the Future Four, Five, <laughs> whatever the next one is. That's whack too. 
That shoe looks crazy. And then, I don't like shoes that don't have laces. I'm just surprised that the yeah. Uh, I mean, these don't have laces, but it's not like a slip on. Like, I don't like slip ons that don't have laces. These right here essentially have laces, but they don't have laces. They tie themselves, whatever the case may be. Yeah, but I mean, it looks like a slip on, which just looks whack. I don't know. Something about the basketball one doesn't look like a slip on for some reason. Eh. Uh, yeah, I mean, it kind of does. I don't know. Uh, other than that, I mean, that's honestly, that's whack. That that's it. And I thought maybe something with the virus or shipments or something might have changed up what might have been done. But I think they planned this. I think they're ready to go on those. So. Uh, well, the craziest part about the virus is Nike had done, Nike had decided to close all the stores, and Adidas took like two extra days, and people were just dunking on Adidas online. I don't know if you saw Sonic yeah. post, but he, somebody like some official news source retweeted, wrote a story, and used his tweet in the story, and I t- I added him. I was like, TSD really put you on. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, which is crazy because I saw that Adidas thing and like the CEO or whatever talking about takes courage to stay out there. Oh yeah, to stay over. Yeah. Well, what are you talking yeah, about? They, you want to talk about tone deaf? Ain't nobody looking at Adidas as no hero. Like, whoa, they really did it. Like, man. I mean, hero is close your doors and still pay your employees anyways. That's your. That's a heroic. Fam, they ain't nobody copping Adidas. If there wasn't a pandemic and nobody copping Adidas without a pandemic, Adidas is in a downward spiral. Okay, unless they're reaching, unless they're releasing some human race uh, OG versions, don't nobody care about Adidas. Adidas is washed. Yeah. All right. And yes, for everybody who listens to the podcast, I know Adidas makes billions a year. I, I get it. They don't care about us. But oh my goodness, man, everybody is calling right now. They need to. They need to create a model. I know they think forty is it, whatever forty in it costs. They need something else. Oh, I already said that. Uh, you didn't agree with me. Something with well, I mean, I, what else can they do at this point? So they need something with boost, but where maybe the boost? They need something like Yeezy, where the it has boost, but the boost is not showing. It's like covered with rubber or something. I don't know. <sighs> no, they don't. They don't need that either. And they already have that. What are you talking about? They, some of the skate shoes have boost in it. Like they. No, no. I understand they have shoes already with boot. I'm saying they need like a new lifestyle shoe that people are going to care about. No, they messed themselves up. They did. They 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 had no business making any of the Ultra Boosts after the 1.0 look very similar to the 1.0, the 2.0, the 3.0, 4.0. They all look relatively similar. That was where, exactly where they messed up. If you no longer want the Ultra Boost, you no longer want Boost. If there is a a. Uh, a shoe that is a franchise leader that everybody should always want, regardless of any other Boost model, it should be the Ultra Boost. Ultra Boost still sell a lot. I 100% get it, but they're not desired. Like, I like the 3.0, 4.0, whatever the last models are. I like these newer ones, but if you think I'm paying 180 for them, you're smoking sticks. I'll cop a pair well, for like. All 2019s are on sale these days. I mean, you can get some for like $80. You can get some cheaper than $80. So. It is what it is, but anyways, all right. I got enough. So I'm about to actually stop recording. So right. I'm about to do a top ten green sneakers, though. Top ten green sneakers? Yeah, man. St. Patrick's Day. All right. Well, you know what number one is already. So whoa, what's number one? Uh, well, number one colorway in general is undefeated colorway. Man, that's so, not even on my list. So. I mean, of course it's not because you're mad at it for some reason. Um, also, what should be on there is Pata. Of course, um, that's my number one. Greens, 
the ninety or the or the Air Max One. Air Max One. Uh, I got Travis Sixth on there. Um, yeah, it's undefeated colorway. <laughs> okay, I mean, if you want to call it that, <laughs> I got Gatorade Six on here too, fam. Yeah, all right. Oh, what are you talking about? Look, it ain't say the most. They use a lot of nice materials on sixes that suck that are bulky. Oh yeah, I mean Jordan Six has the worst colorways of all time, but Gatorade Six might be a top five <laughs> Jordan Six colorway. That's tell you it shouldn't be on the list. Okay. Anyways, all right. I'm about to hang up with you. All right. All right, bye. All right. Like I said, this is a short podcast. Um, check the camera. See how much time I got left. Ugh. All right. Let's wrap this up so we can get out of here. Um, like I said, I appreciate everybody who listens, likes, subscribes to the podcast. Sorry if the podcast is a little rushed or shorter than usual. Um, a lot of the stuff that me and George talk about, you know, we usually get in depth and go back and forth with stuff. So, um, and I will admit that I'm kind of rushing this because I do want to go out and vote for the Democratic primary, which I encourage everybody else to do. Uh, once you listen to this, it already happened. So, I'm hope you actually did that today. Like I said, if you want to be participate in the sneak disc. Sneaker March Madness, DM me on Instagram or make a post and tag me, whatever the case may be. Um, but DM because I can send it that way um, or email, whatever the case may be. Um, Twitter, make a tweet. I can post it. I will post it on social media. But if you want it now before the video gets up, if you're listening to this on any uh, podcast platform, just hit me up and I'll send you both links and you can participate in it. Like I said, it requires your name and email and only requires your name and email to participate in these brackets um, because I might send out a prize to whoever had the best bra- bracket closest to one that is generated by the computer based off of a specific criteria. That's it. So don't think like I'm taking your information anywhere or doing anything ridiculous with it. Uh, today is St. Patrick's Day. I don't know if that matters because a Thing is going on out there, and no one's doing any parades. No one's out there doing any celebrating. Bars tonight will be closed by eight p.m. tonight, so um, you better be getting faded now. Uh, top ten green sneakers to me. Shout out to George, call him on the podcast, get him in here. Hopefully, he's back in the studio next week. Maybe if we're recording, uh, I'm not sure. Uh, honorable mentions. Honorable mentions. I got Turbo Green one. Turbo Green One is fire. I have an honorable mention because you could also look at it as like Sea Crystal Blue or Sea Blue, but it's called Turbo Green, so I'm going to add that to the list. I have that in my honorable mentions. Uh, the other one I have is Paranormal Foams. Uh, this shit was essentially tacky. It's one of the better foam posits, I believe, but it is green flames going up the side. Um, I have the Vapor Max Cactus Market Flea Jack Thrift, whatever it's called. Uh, it is a green sneaker. It's dope. It's cool. Um, I'll admit, I think for me personally, the cactus, jack, flower, mask, market, whatever, kind of lost a little steam for me. I, I, you know, I see it, you know, quite often on social media and, eh, you know, I don't, I don't think it has the lasting effect as a Sakai. And I'll tell you this. These nylon packs of Sakai's that came out, I like them a lot. They're fire. But the Sakai, what made the Sakai great was not only just the difference in the shape of the shoe and the double tongue, the double outsole, the double laces. Um, it was the colors. I mean, the colors matter. The different shades in 
colors um, used on the shoes. So you come up with the all basically monochromatic, all black, all white. Ugh. It's kind of a rough one. They're like, oh, these don't suck. Like I got a, a great pair of Sakai's, but mm. and the black pair blows the white pair out of the water. Especially put white laces in it. Woo! White laces in a black Sakai. Stop. Uh, I'm gonna mention I also have pine green uh, foam posits. Um, pine green foam posits is was is a great shoe. I think it was a foam posit pro though. Uh, it was a great colorway. I remember me and Georgia bought a bunch of those and sold them um for a group of money back in the day so i do love them so here is my top 10 green sneakers to me to represent st patrick's day shout out to george as a podcast like subscribe review everything like that uh, go on itunes and all that stuff and, re and review us as well i don't typically ask that because i just if you want to you want to i'm not begging for it um but I will tell you this, there are a lot of sneaker podcasts out there with a lot of fake reviews. These are facts. Let me tell you how you know a podcast has fake reviews is when you read them and they're super generic or they're specific to the people. That's how you know some are fake. There's other ways to show fakes. I can't think of them right now, but like. I see in a review on someone's sneaker podcast and it said like, yo, you sound exactly how you sounded yesterday when we were at the store. All right. Telling your homies and everybody like, yo, go review it. And they don't actually listen to it on the platform. I think it's fake. I think it's that's why I don't ask anybody to review, because if you don't listen to the platform, I don't want it. Whatever you listen to us on, if you listen to us on YouTube, watch us on YouTube, put a comment. Yo, preach the video, guys, whatever the case may be. If you listen to us on iTunes, yo, throw out a comment, you know, throw out a review out for us, whatever the case may be, whatever you want to do. Why do I keep saying whatever the case may be? I'm going to tell you, I've been dealing with a lot at work. And I'll tell you, in the position that I'm in with this coronavirus and having so much responsibilities, man. Um, number 10, I have Super Green Gel Light 3's Ronnie Feig. It's a classic Gel Light 3. It's one of the best Gel Light 3's out there. Period. It's one of the classic ASICs that kind of started it all. When people weren't fully on the wave of the super of the ASIC yet, Super Green was one of those ones that was out there that a lot of people just weren't aware of. Love them. I believe uh, Kristen Black. Shout out to her. I think Super Green was one of her favorites of all time. Um, go follow her. She was one of our great interviews. Love her. Um, number nine. I got Green Lobsters. Green Lobsters are a great sneaker. Um, it looks good. Um, you could argue that you could put a lobster theme with any colorway on a dunk and it'd be fire. I mean, if they made a peach lobster, a black lobster, a white lobster, whatever, the red, blue, green, yellow, uh, purple, some of the best dunks of all time. And they look good. Uh, number eight, I got Kobe, Kobe eight superheroes. That's one of my favorite Kobe eights of all time. I love the green on it and the blue. It was part of a superhero theme where like they did a LeBron nine elite, a Katie elite. I think it was a Katie nine, maybe. I don't know what model it was. Um, a Katie five, six, I don't remember. Um, and they did the Kobe eight, um, and these elite versions and they came out of these bright colorways. It was like the superhero, uh, whatever the case may be, whatever, superhero theme. And they were much more pricey. Like it was like the elite versions of it. Uh, number seven, I have the human race OG green. This is the very first green for real human race. The, we had the green, the orange, the blue, the yellow, the black, um, and the red. 
the green one of that absolute fire you don't see those actually you know you don't see human races at all anymore any of the og ones um i love that shoe uh number six i got the kd4 undefeated if you want to call it i was going to do a slash with the kd4 mint because that one is a beautiful shoe if you want a kd4 and you're looking for something pastel oh my gosh kd4 mint fire but i got the kd4 undefeated as a green sneaker uh that is my number six top 10 green sneaker uh, number five, I got Gatorade sixes. I had Gatorade sixes and I sold them. I kept them for as long as I possibly could to try to figure out how to wear them. Not an easy shoe to wear, but as I've said before in the past, the Jordan six has some of the worst sneaker colorways of all time. I don't know what it is about that model, but a lot of colorways don't look attractive on that shoe. And the green Gatorade six is a beautiful looking shoe. It is not easy to wear. You almost have to wear green or orange or something close to Gatorade in order to wear those. It's a very hard shoe, but I love the shoe, the, the material, the packaging with the Gatorade towel, beautiful shoe. I love it. Number four, I got the Sakai waffle, the green and yellow. It's a lot of yellow, green netting. Uh, it's one of my favorite sneakers. To me, it's a sneaker of 2019. Um, it's just a great sneaker. I mean, you, you can't deny it. Uh, it's a little high. It's probably way too high for top 10 green sneakers, especially considering there is a lot of yellow on it. But this is my list, and, you know, you can make your own list. Uh, number three, I got the uh, De La Soul uh, Dunks. The Nike SB De La Soul Dunks, high or low. You will never fully appreciate a De La Soul Dunk until you get one in hand. High or or low the materials on a de la soul dunk might be top three top five greatest materials maybe greatest materials used on a sneaker ever not a dunk on a sneaker ever it has suede it has elephant print it has like uh nylon tubing it has a little bit of me like it has everything leather everything that you would want on a sneaker and every piece of it is done correctly i mean the shoe is thick it is sturdy the leather and the suede and everything is premium if you have the opportunity go get, touch getting your hand uh, a de la soul dunk high or low doesn't matter uh number two i got a travis scott six Possibly too high, but like I have already said, Jordan 6s are some of the worst colorways of all time to me. I'm sorry, Jordan 6 has some of the worst. Jordan, out of all the Jordan lines, Jordan 6 is the worst colorways of all the Jordan models. Um, but the Travis one, I mean, you can already argue it top three, top five colorway in the Jordan 6. The shoe is great. Even the little detail with the pocket on the side. There are, it's just amazing that there are things that you can do to a shoe and add to it that no one's done yet. We started, we're now seeing Nike, you know, start to play around with the swoosh a lot more and add a few things here and there. I think I saw an Air Force One where you could zip the swoosh off. That stuff is where it's at right now. That stuff that I'm so surprised that just hasn't been done yet. Um, but that Travis Six with a little pocket on the side, it's great. It's a it's a great shoe. I have it. Haven't worn it yet. Haven't decided what I want to do with it yet. But the, the shoe is great. And number one is Air Max One Pata. Um, you know, typically when we do these lists, I don't include 
really high-end sneakers that no one really had a lot of chance of getting or the price is astronomical. I believe Air Max One powders are definitely probably about 1000 anywhere from 800 to 1000 maybe a little less. I don't know. Um, I saw a picture of somebody on Instagram wearing it. I don't know. It was a full shot, like fit, whatever they're doing. That shoe is phenomenal. The green is beautiful. It's an Air Max One. I mean, it's a classic sneaker. I mean, you just can't go wrong with it. I mean, just like George said, something like that or a cherry wood, which I think is very overrated or whatever, those should be retroing for Air Max Day. You should release one brand new Air Max model and you should retro some of the classics. Like, you just should. Um, so that's my top 10 list. Uh, I appreciate you guys listening to me. Uh, hopefully both of us will be back in studio. Maybe it might take a break from recording. Um, just one week, you know, uh, episode 200 is coming. I will have the hats prepared, uh, just to give you guys a heads up. Nothing special for episode 200. I, I don't think, um, you never know, uh, maybe a guest or something. I'm not exactly sure, but I'm still have the hats. I've had the hats for quite some time now. I just want to package them, you know, and like I said, it's still a S hat, Nothing spectacular, but it's the meaning behind it to me, which is what makes it more important um, to me on my end. Uh, shout out to George. Uh, shout out to everybody who listens to the podcast. Like, subscribe. Um, like I said, if you want to be part of the tournament, the, the dunk uh, and the 2019 uh, March Madness think this tournament, just send me a DM on Instagram or Twitter or message me. Where, however you want to contact me, go ahead and do so, and I'll send you the links. Uh, name, email for the possibility of a prize. Like I said, we're doing a lot of things for the first time with formulas and stuff to select the winners. It's, you know, it's all computer-based. It's not opinion-based. So you can't get mad at us for a, you know, something beating something else. I'm, I'm looking forward to upsets. I'm looking forward to people having to make the hard decision on what to move on. And hopefully um, all goes well. There's like a clear-cut, phenomenal bracket um, that came close, uh, the closest to perfect. And uh, we can go ahead and send them uh, something courtesy of the Sneak This Podcast. Uh, I believe the code TSD is still live for Postmates. Obviously, you can go to goat.com slash sneak this. Go in there and take a look around. Uh, hit us up, DM, have any questions, whatever the case may be. Maybe we'll do a Q&A episode for episode 200. We haven't done a Q&A in a while. I don't know. I'm just rambling now. Uh, that's Sneak This, pal.